You tell a story, he does too. Can he one-up you? Well, that's up to you. Tell your best tale and you never know. You could be a winner on the one-upper show. Okay, and welcome back to the one-upper. I'm your host, Ted Blazon. We're at the Farmer's Market in downtown Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, we've got another great guest who's come by our little open-air booth here. And what's your name? Curtis. Curtis. And where are you from, Curtis? Uh, from Seattle originally. Uh-huh. Uh, how long, Do you live out here now? Yeah, for almost three months now. Oh, you just moved here. Yep. Welcome hey, to the neighborhood. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so uh, I, I don't know what your story is, but I'm interested to hear it. What do you got? Uh, well, that's, a, that's actually a story from today. Oh, from today? Yeah, today. it happened today. So this is the first time on the show that we've had that recent a story, right. today's story. All so right. I'm excited now. Okay. All right. Be a guy. So on my way home today, I was going to stop and get gas, right? You know, you're running low. You got the you got the orange light on. You're running out oh, of gas. Running, right? Yeah. So you're like, I got to get gas before I come home. You know, you yeah. let the wife know you got to stop and go and get gas, right? Yeah. Normally it takes you... Me, 15 minutes to get home from work. Okay. So I'm on my way home and stop at the gas station. Yeah. And I can't I can't fill up my gas. It's not working. The button's not working. There's uh, uh the pump's broken. The pump's broken. Okay. So it's a uh it's a touch screen. So oh, I'm not I just saw one of those for the first time the other day. Yeah. A touch screen. Okay. So yeah. I'm, I'm, Wait, here's on I ninety five the by the casino. Is this that gas station there? No, down on one of the roundabouts on Celtis. Okay, on Celtis. Yeah, all right. All right. But I, I've just noticed this week, for the first time ever, a touch screen for a and, gas pump. So what happens to you? Well, so I'm trying to put regular gas in it, and I can't because you have to touch it. And there's even instructions on the touch screen. It literally is like, please use one finger. Ah! To touch really? it, and you're kind of laughing because you're like, okay, like you know, I've yeah. used touch screens, I know how to use this, everything's yeah. fine. So I'm trying to touch which fuel that I want to use. Right. I'm like, yeah, I want to yeah, use regular yeah, yeah, 89, yeah. I want to use regular. Here yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. And I can't do it. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, what the fuck? How come I can't get this to work? I go, I've done this before, and I'm sitting there cussing. I'm going, God damn it, why yeah. isn't this working? And a guy next to me comes up on his motorcycle. Yeah. And pulls a little forward, like he doesn't start it, but he kind of scoots with his foot and yeah. pulls his motorcycle forward. And he looks at me, and he makes eye contact with yeah. me, and he goes, "He goes, are you happy? Are you happy?" And I looked at him, and I go, "About the pump?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. He says, "No, about the corruption in our government." What the? But I kind of just look at him, and I'm like, "Uh, well, I don't know." <laughs> Sure. And uh yeah, he kind of decided to let me know just about everything. He started lecturing you? Oh yeah, he was like he, it's like he almost kind of wanted to hear somebody oppose him about oh, really? the situation. So fight. Yeah. Oh, God. So so right off the bat I just go I go, yeah, I don't know. I was like, yeah, fuck the government. <laughs> and then yeah. he got excited. Uh oh, that's which was not the best. Yeah, which was not, <laughs> Not the best, because now, yeah, now he wants to, you know, chat with me, and I'm yeah, supposed yeah. to be, you know, on my yeah, way home to yeah, wife and kid. Yeah, yeah. Supposed to take me 15 minutes, an extra stop off at the gas yeah, station. Yeah. So he starts rambling on uh, about all these, he was calling them dogs, everyone in the government. He goes, they're all dogs, you know. 
sit please quiet please lay down good yeah. dog and i'm like oh my gosh and just kind of kept going off on yeah. me you yeah. know when you're doing that kind of when you kind of start walking away yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of that cue if you're like just like a, a normal human yeah, being yeah, yeah. you kind of go yeah, you kind of go all right all right you're yeah. trying to keep going and he keeps <laughs> So he kept kind of rambling on yeah. at me and trying to talk to me as I and kept going on. Are you still trying to get the damn button to click so you can get? Well, cast? so I kept trying to make it look like that, but then I was like, "Well, it was like a lost cause because yeah. I'm trying to do this and it's not working, so I can't stop and get it to go to yeah. do the gas." So you need to go, inside and then I need to go inside side. to figure yeah. it out. So as yeah. I'm trying to walk inside, and and it's busy, right? So yeah. like. It happens to be one of the times where it's super busy. Okay. And so people are trying to pull up behind him and he's in his motorcycle and people look, so I'm kind of, you know, when you like look over and they look too. Yeah. And he's not getting the, <laughs> the adjustment. There's, a, there's to, a line of people now. You, you there's almost gotten, an audience of people wanting right. to listen to what he's telling me about. <laughs> You're kidding me. I swear. He's <laughs> <laughs> still trying to get in this store. You haven't gotten in this store and he's pontificating. Yes. And now... It, and all worshipers have gathered yes <laughs> i mean this stuff is like real she doesn't like believe me like she's like she's like these things just gravitate towards me man like i <laughs> these things just happen to me it's bad luck so, man. <laughs> you know so what so what happened how did it well finally off? there's the car behind him and i kind of made the adjustment to be like hey you got a car behind you and he starts kind of letting oh, me so know you let him know I was like, hey, and then he pulled up, he started the motorcycle and pulled in front of me and then turned it off to keep talking. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, all right, well, I got to, yeah, I'm like, all right, well, I was like, got to make my way inside. He like introduced himself and, wow, you know, I have a What's name. What's his name? Do you have a, um, just a warm listeners? No. Yeah, you know, honestly, I can't even remember, you know, because you're in that point of just going away, but, you know, I have a name that I use. Yeah. So that it's, you know, they don't know my real name. This, this happens to me a lot. You're so I have to have an alias of people introducing themselves to me. And I feel awkward not using, you know, like, so I, I don't like using my name typically Yeah, I, to random people. Do, do, are, you, are you willing to share your alias? <laughs> and, and by the way, I think this is one of the most brilliant ideas I've ever heard. And I am about to create an alias now. <laughs> I never thought of this before. And this is great because you're not alone, but I think you might also be some sort of magnet for this somewhat. There's something about it. I don't yeah, know what it is. Your wife says you are. You are. You're a magnet for the crazies. Yeah. You just look like a friendly guy who wants to listen. I, I guess. Side, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Or your orphan or something. I don't know, man. So, uh, all right. So anyway, anyway, uh, uh, so he, so he, there's a guy behind, he, he comes, parks the motorcycle up. Have you already given him your alias at this point? No, because he pulled in front of me and then turned back off the car and he was so stoked that I was like almost agreeing with him to just kind of like talk yeah, with no. him about everything. Because yeah. you can, when somebody's talking about that, they almost kind of want. It's almost like they're looking for you to be like a pose so they can try to sell you on their side of the story or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. instead of me like beating into that, go the other side, I just went like full bore and agreed with him on everything. Nice, nice defensive. To measure. almost confuse him. It's almost like social karate. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
So then he pulled in front of me and he's like, right on and told me his name. But at this point, I'm so like, I'm trying to like walk away. Yeah. Yeah. And then I say my alias, okay, which is Chris Kelsey. Oh, he shares it. Which I don't know why that name is something. But... It's a great name, Chris Kelsey. It comes to your mind quick and yeah. it'll be hard to track. And it's you. two firsties. Yeah. So you have to confuse them with that, yeah. you know? You can't yeah. have. <laughs> so, uh, so do you manage to actually get away from him? So finally, you know, he just drives away in his motorcycle and you can see the other people that were kind of in the distance that were kind of listening on. And it's yeah. almost like they were curious that they wanted to come up to me and ask me about I'm it. Him. But then at that point, I've already had too much interaction with people yeah. and I knew I had to get home. So if it were any other time, I probably would have made yeah. interactions because I wanted to see what other people because I'm yeah. a curious person as yeah. well. But I just kind of made my way and just didn't make eye contact and everyone went about their time, made uh, my way inside. So catch your eyes got in the store, waited in line, took care of business. Yep. By then the audience dispersed yep. and you were able to actually get gas and get home. Mm -hmm. How long did it take you to get home? I think it took me an hour. <laughs> I think it took me about an hour to get home. What's your wife's name? Uh, oh, you don't have to say it's Casey. <laughs> Carissa. Carissa, and yeah. you agree, it took an hour? Yeah. Oh, my God. She's tracking me. I know. That's a that's a tough gas refill story. Yeah. It really is. Um, okay. Uh, so now's the point on the show where I try to one up you with a story from my life. Okay. I'm going to call you the winner. Okay. okay. All right. Because um, I had a reason. For why I would attract these people, okay? And it was that I worked at a convenience store. And for some reason, two convenience stores, the population of the highly imaginative with the desperate need for an audience are really drawn to your convenience stores. They really are. They think that that guy behind by the register has got nothing better to do. And, uh, and I'm a friendly guy, and I was... Uh, uh, going to college and grad school, and I always had to work, and I would pick up the night shifts from uh, 11 to 7 because uh, there would be, like, uh, you, you have a bar rush at 2, uh, and I would do my chores. I'd get mopped and everything. And then if I did it fast enough, I would get two or three hours from, like, 3 to 5 that no one would come in the store, and I could do my homework. And so, and that's what I did for uh, getting ready for grad school. Yeah. Uh, and so I could study for my GREs. And uh, so anyway, uh, but um, I started to develop these regulars in the morning. And they were people who would be on their way to work. And they were always middle-aged guys. To, and, uh, and basically, I had one guy that showed up every morning at 5 a.m. And kept me company until 5.45. <laughs> and he liked to talk about bluegrass and um, and reading tropical fish, which he did at home. He had, like, I can tell you all about because I You know, have a saltwater tank? Yeah, he had, like, 50 saltwater tanks in his garage, da, 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 da. And then I had, um, then 15 minutes after that, uh, I had another guy who would come in. And he he was a vet, and he always wore vet stuff, and he was really nice, and he, like, never talked at all. 
or he would just say, he would, he would like just listen to what the other people and then every now and then throw out like, well, that's a lot of money for cigarettes and just sip his coffee, you know? And, and he always played one scratch ticket every day. And then 15 minutes after he left, after his hour stint, um, I had this other guy, uh, who was just, just crazy. And I, borderline homeless or something and I always had to use the bathroom and and he felt that because I let him use the bathroom he had to pay me back by keeping me company for another 45 minutes and I don't know why you know I only had to shove for uh, four months and uh, I, I didn't change any of it I just listened to their stories and 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 uh, and the last one, he would. And the first one, the first one too, and the last one would tell crazy political things. Yeah. And they had, and I did the same thing. I just said, uh huh, uh huh. And, and a couple of times I tried. I said, well, what about this? And then that went in a direction where I quickly learned to go back to, uh huh. Uh huh. So you were like the local convenience store psychologist. Yeah, and fortunately, customers kept. It was also always fairly busy because it was the morning rush. There was a lot of gas, a lot of cigarettes. Like I had this nurse who was oh so this drove me crazy. She was like eight months pregnant, and she came in every morning and bought a pack of cigarettes. Ooh. And I was like, okay, come on now. You you're supposed to know better, you know, and and. and I didn't say anything, you know, because she should know. There's a warning on the package. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I, I I had a job where I attracted people, and I and I had to deal with them every day, and it was something like that. But honestly, strangers just coming up to you like that—that that guy is—it's yeah, it happens quite and, often it for me. Like, seriously, how many yeah. times has this happened? Oh man, it's—I mean, it's got to be like once a week. Really? Oh yeah. Really? There's something, yeah. It's fun. I mean, she, that's why she was like, "What story are you gonna tell?" And I'm like, "I'm not good like off the bat, so I had to say something that was very recent." But if you had me sit down for a minute, we could probably come up with some stories of probably weekly incidences of people, people coming like, up to me or like in the bar. Where you live? No, really? Oh no! Are you out in the? I, I I guess I wouldn't I, not like I don't know not really I guess like I don't know just when I'm like out and about or if you're like going to the grocery store or something like I'll come back and have a story and she's like what she's like no one ever talks to me I'm like I don't initiate any of these it just kind of like happens like people will come up to me and start a conversation <laughs> are they all the guy on the motorcycle are they all have a something they got to preach some some are you know to preach some just want something to say some will ask like random questions about you know if you're in like the if you're in like the fruit aisle or whatever they're like hey do you know how to tell if this vegetable is ready or say i'm like what like, <laughs> but i don't i'm like i work here you know <laughs> like uh wow and she wow. never you know because i would tell her when we first met you know my wife and then she was like and then as we, you know, now been together for almost four years. Yeah. She was like, she didn't believe me at first. I'm like, no, like this, this like happens to me like quite <laughs> often. <laughs> That's really weird. I've never heard of anybody with this problem. It's almost like its own social phenomenon. It could be. Yeah. You might want to speak to some sociologists. It's like, 
psychologist at some local university. I don't know. It must be that, you know, empath in me. Uh, people can sense it in me, you know? Maybe, maybe, maybe there is something that you give social cues maybe. to attract that. Wow. Okay. I try so, not to. I feel like I, you know, being talking to other people and being out there, I get like anxiety about talking with people. So I'm surprised you guys even got me to sit down and talk with you guys. I tell you I'm, the truth. I'm, well, I'm real glad we did <laughs> because this is this is really weird and interesting. And so I agree. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we shared it. You know, maybe there is a uh, expert sociologist or psychologist at some highfalutin university listening in who can identify this. And if you can, or if you can one-up us, what, and what's your name again? Curtis. Curtis. If, you're, if you've got a problem like Curtis, or you're a magnet for folks like this uh, with their stories, um, we, we love to hear it. So please uh, email us a video clip, an audio clip, or type it up and send it to the oneupper.show at gmail.com or visit us at our webpage, oneuppershow.com. You can listen to us wherever you hear your podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, soon iHeartRadio and Apple. And uh, follow us on our social media links that are here below. And, uh, and uh, thanks for listening. And keep those good stories coming. All right. Great job. The One Upper Show is brought to you by Trailblazing Canvassers and the Burning Sage Productions.